Hello and welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Um, this is Steve and Michael Presents. Welcomes you to come on, feel the 48th the States Project. That's right. That's right. Uh, we really tried to cut that down, but we just couldn't get any shorter than that. So No. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm pretty good. Good. Uh, I think, so the drive here was fine. Yeah. But in Wisconsin right now, it like, in Milwaukee, it snowed like 10 inches in like eight hours or something stupid. It's been dumb. I don't know, like, I haven't been in Wisconsin for a winter in a long time. Lucky. I, I like... It seems like a crazy amount of snow. I don't know if it's a normal amount of it's snow. It's like a national, it's like a thing this year, I think. There's a lot of snow. Texas is getting a lot of snow and shit. Well, that's fucked up. But, I, yeah, but like, who cares? I saw that the other day. It's like, oh, Texas got 10 inches. <laughs> and it's like, we just got that, like, in a day. <laughs> right, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, Obviously, this, this yeah. street was, I just like, pl- I, I think I'm going to have to, you might have to help me shovel my car out. Okay. But we'll see. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, we're in, uh, we're in Milwaukee today. Um, and it is finally getting warmer, too. It's been, like, uh, Yeah, I don't know, like, negative. I got to work all of last week driving outside, so that was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Whatever. But, yeah, we, uh, we've got... We've got Nebraska today. That's what we're going to be talking about. We sure do. Which um, uh, will be interesting. Just diving right back in. Yeah. Feels like it's been a long time. Probably hasn't, but yeah, the last mm-hmm. one we did was Idaho, I think. Yes, I believe we did. Uh, no, no, we did Al- Alabama last time. Okay. Yeah. So like, well, that's not middle America. The middle-ish of the United States, kind of. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what have you been listening to anything interesting recently? Oh yeah. Um, well, we were talking about this beforehand, but I listened to me without you on the way here. So I was obviously mm-hmm. checking out Suf Chan's the record that we're gonna review. Um, but then that was a little too low key. So I just like went back into it and their new one that came out in 2018 is so fucking good. Yeah. And like, I hadn't listened to him for a while because they made the the one we were <laughs> the talking the about. Yeah, like a, it was kind of like a, a weird folk record. Right. Uh, but ever since then, their music has gotten just like consistently better. Dude, it was, it's, yeah, it was sick. And it didn't even sound like the lead singer, honestly. It sounded it sounded like somebody else. Yeah, no, it's him, but... But he must have just changed, like... I, I love when bands do that, like, change their, like, entire sound. They're just, like, not afraid to... Mm-hmm. literally change everything yeah 
but it was almost like because the last the my favorite one was catch for us the foxes it was almost like yeah. a return to that yeah for sure it was like hard as fuck and like mm-hmm. especially the opener I was just like, damn. Definitely. It's, uh, yeah, definitely a return to that. I think, you know, he stopped yelling, like, doing, like, the whole yelling, screaming thing for a while, I think, yeah. because it was, like, so hard on his voice. Oh. But he must have figured something out um, because he's, on the on this record and the last record, he's been doing, the, doing yeah. it a lot more. Because you said this is, like, your favorite band, yeah. basically. So you've yeah. been keeping track. I don't, like, think about it that way, but, like, it is the band that I've listened to the most yeah. in, like, the last Yeah, I guess that, well, yeah, like, is your favorite band the one you've listened to the most? I don't know. You know, like, that's a, that's a tough question. I mean, kind of. It's uh, kind of like, one sense. I was thinking, like, your best friend. When you say, like, who who is your best friend, like, I don't know if I could come up with one person. Right. But what, like, what would you instantly think? Like, who's your best friend? <laughs> Steve, of course, like, it's am you. I your best friend? Steve, <laughs> obviously. No, but like, I like a couple people <laughs> came to mind. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I have, I have a handful of people. Uh, like, there's basically like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I think there are people that. Um, I've known for like the longest are generally people that I consider my be- best friends. That's fair. Um, and also like it happens happens just to be the fact that like I've stayed in contact with those people better. Yeah. Um, now that said, I will a hundred percent unironically say that Abra is my best friend. Like, okay. Well, I like hanging out with her like count. more than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Now see, I, yeah, I don't, I feel like that doesn't count with like, Oh, my partner is my best friend. It's like, well, then what's the point of even having a best friend? Because you already have a fucking. Well, they, you know, it, it's already has a label. She's your fiance. You're right. Basically. You're right. But you don't need multiple labels for that. On the other hand, we are like 28, 29, something like that. And we don't need to have best friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but it's like a common question. Uh, yeah, you're right. It is a common question, you know, when you're 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> best friend is not an age. What's the cutoff for having a best friend? Like 25? Uh, that's a great question. I feel like you stop having a best friend at some point in college. I, I don't know when. I bet my dad has... I, I think my dad has a best friend. Yeah. I'm my mom really had a best friend, but they're not friends anymore. I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't have a best friend. It's just that it's not necessary to rank your friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to rank everything. <laughs> you have to rank everything. This is my favorite friend. This is my favorite album. Right. Etc. Favorite color? What's your favorite color, Steve? It was green, and now it's purple. That's really interesting because mm-hmm. mine was purple and now it's green. Oh my <laughs> I'm god! Not even kidding you. <laughs> I bet we switch at the same time. Probably, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but anyway. Yeah, I think albums are. I don't know. I I when I think what is my favorite album, like some of them come to mind. Yeah, and it, it is like a really tough thing of like, what is the album I enjoy the most now? Is that my favorite? Yeah, is versus... it like 
what you enjoy? Is it like your favorite kind? Or as as someone who plays music, is it like what is the most influential, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think so like for a long time, I would have said my favorite album was OK Computer or Funeral by Arcade Fire. Because right. those are the two albums that like they got me into music and they were my right. favorite for a lot of my formative years of listening listening to music. I don't know that like listening to them now if I enjoy them as much as other stuff that I'm listening to now. But on the other hand, I don't know if, you know, in ten years I'm even gonna care about the stuff I was listening to now. I'll probably still care about I really think it's it's just your first instinct, you know? Yeah. It's like when you hear it, what do you say right away? Yeah. And, and I, I think say, everybody yeah. yeah, like Funeral. Funeral comes to mind. Mine is like instantly it's hurry up or dreaming which is M83. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. just finding, I don't know, yeah. It's just like the thing that you like to listen to the most and has the most impact on you. Right. Um, I have. I don't know if I've listened to that album. I recently started listening to um, one of his other albums that I had listened to back in the day, uh... Dead Cities or something. Yeah, Ghosts. Dead Cities, Lost Coasts, and something, something. Yep. Yeah, that was a big. That was like a big one. That like influenced people, I think. Or that's kind of like, it's so weird because it's almost one of the least accessible ones of his albums, but yeah. it's like the one that got the most famous. Uh huh. And I couldn't pick out a song on that album that like got M eighty three famous, but it was like maybe it no. just hit at the at a time when it was. Yeah. Like, it was, like, cool and indie to be weird. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like, the standout track for me is probably, like, In Church. That's the one I remember the most. Yeah. Um, of course, then, like, after that, at some point, he released Midnight City, which was a, obviously an right. enormous success. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's on... That's on... Hurry Up, We're Dreaming. Oh, is it? Okay. It is. So that came out after... Uh, after Dead Season. I think it also came out after Youth Plus whatever. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, I, I definitely... I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I've been listening to. Cool. Not that, but just the Me Without You. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Do you have anything you've been listening to? Um... It's been a long time since I've gotten into an album, uh, but I recently discovered, uh, do you know Frog? Like the animal? No, it's a band called Frog. No. Is it with an F? Yeah, with an F. Oh, okay. It's just, yeah, just spelled normally. Okay. Um, And they've got a song called Judy Garland, which is fantastic. Nice. Um, Everybody should listen to it. Um, So I've been listening to them a little bit. What's the vibe? Well, it's sort of, um, I don't know. It's like a, it's a little bit, it's kind of that indie thing that's like mostly kind of rock, but like a little bit country, country okay. or folk. Did you pick that up in Nashville? Pick what up? Just enjoying that kind of No, music. I think that I have, I mean, I think. Yeah, I picked I picked that up from my older brothers. I got a lot of stuff from my older brothers. 
Um, But like, you know, Wilco is like that. And I listened to a lot of Wilco when I lived Mm. here. Um, When I grew up here. But yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That does kind of bring us a little bit into into the album. That's a little tiny bit of a segue. Because I would say Wilco is... Wilco and Sufjan are the same thing. They're the same thing. Literally the same. And especially on this album, I think. Yeah. This is a really fascinating album. We got... um, We've got Nebraska. Nebraska. By Sufjan. By Sufjan. Under the moniker. The Boss. The Boss. (laughs) That's right. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce. Uh, Interesting. He, He had a lot of success uh, releasing under this moniker. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. I mean, really, really famous. Yeah. This is a, a very famous album. It's, um, it's a great, it's probably the best album that we've reviewed so far. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't definitely think, is. In fact, I, I don't think probably even makes sense. It's definitely the best album we've listened, we've reviewed yeah. so far. Yeah. I mean, no, no. No disrespect to anybody disrespect else. Disrespect to the other albums. But not everybody can be the boss. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Well, I I mean, so this is a record where, like, this is the reason that I don't play singer-songwriter, like, folk music, because I will never get anywhere near to as good as the songwriting is on this. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, why even try? (laughs) I I do feel that. I do feel that. All the songs are really super tight. They're really well-written. I will say... um, not there's only a couple songs on this album that like I'm probably going to take away from this album and listen to. Yeah. Um, well, but like you're definitely gonna take them away, you know? Because yeah. like I kind of have the same thing, but I think it's just because they stand alone as like an amazing story. Mm-hmm. And like the reason that you might not take it away is because you know everything about the story that was told and you're like, well, I'm not super into that, mm-hmm, you know? Right. But, like, if you relate to one of these, it's like, shit. Yeah. This is like... Yes, and there's one track in particular that just, like, really hits for me. Is it The Father's House? No. Oh, okay. Is that your favorite? No, I'm, I mean... You're just we'll, guessing. We'll get into it. Yeah, I was just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, okay, so let's talk about the album as a whole for a second here. Yeah. Um, it was interesting how this was recorded. I don't know how much uh, research oh, you I'm, did in this. I, I was banking on you doing research. Oh, no, I, I did research. Okay, good. I did a, I did a bunch <laughs> I of I was, like, driving here. I'm like, hmm, there's probably a lot of background behind this. No, <laughs> never. I'm going to listen to me without you. <laughs> I didn't do a lot of research, but I did, I think, You did enough. Okay. Of research. So, like, this was recorded. This was actually just recorded on a four track. It was recorded as demos. Oh, that's sick. Um, he he basically tried to bring in a whole band, um, the band that he was working with at the time, um, and it just didn't work. So he, hmm. he was like, he was like literally carrying around this cassette tape with yeah. him for for like months. And then at some point it was somebody's like, I think that's the album we're gonna release, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, that's so, sick. So, yeah, um, these are, like, nothing special has been done to these. I'm sure that they were mixed afterwards and mastered, but, but yeah. like... I w- I'm, but I wouldn't even be surprised if they weren't. I mean, yeah. some of the levels, some of the... Like, yeah. the mixing on it is not good. It's not great. Uh, it is passable. Um, right. there, there's definitely, like, you can hear his voice clipping. 
um, on a few of these tracks, yeah. which is not my favorite sound. Um, right. But but it's it's all right. Um, yeah. So that's so cool that it was on a. Yeah. Yeah. And like I think it was just himself, like in in his house. As yeah. Far as I, I don't think no, there was anybody. No. Yeah, I believe that. Well, there's yeah. other instruments. There's like uh, some little keys and stuff on it. Yeah, and I don't know if he would have played that or not. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. He's really fucking talented, though. Yeah, he is for sure. And we know that about Sufjan. He plays a lot of instruments. Yeah, that's right. So I'm sure. Really into the instrumentation. Um, this I would say genre-wise is what they call heartland rock <laughs> that is, uh, you know i would say a departure but it's not too much of a departure it's not too much of a departure i think some of the well i don't even know i was gonna say some of the themes are a little bit of a departure but uh i think of, it's a lot of this similar stuff to his michigan album <laughs> is it really <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah it's a lot about like yeah unemployment and you know <laughs> like working in factories and shit yeah and, like, yeah I like nobody tells those stories better than this version of yeah better than the boss yeah I cannot think of another like Americana person who yeah. is like just a just a storyteller in that way you know yeah and I don't like I think anybody trying to do this is probably trying to do it as well as Springsteen did it oh yeah yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I guess Dylan is the other person that comes to mind. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. But, like, I don't know. I don't know enough about Dylan to really talk about it. I think the subject matter is slightly different, though. Like, this is very yeah. much like Well, it's that the time period, class. too. Yeah. I mean, he's, True. like, 80s. Yeah. Dylan's, like, 60s. And I guess Billy Joel kind of does this a little bit. Yeah, well. but he's very, like, he's very, like, uh east coast he's obsessed with new york like (laughs) billy joel (laughs) is like like and and isn't bruce is like jersey right he's like from new jersey yeah so those are like if there were any two places in the country that were like i don't know very distinct culturally in almost every single way you think so i feel like those two places because they're like they're so close to each other and the people are like similarly you know they have like similar experiences like a similar yeah. you know city like vibe or whatever yeah but they just have such distinct things about them that i think i mean okay yeah fine like a guy like california and new york or whatever well Maybe i think well different. sure i mean but I guess geographically I things think that are so close but so different i think that's interesting uh and i think that's a good point. I mean, obviously, like, like a lot of, a lot of New Jersey, like people live in New Jersey and commute to New York. So, like, there's obviously some some trade there. Well, what I was gonna say is that, like, I I do think that like there's a little bit more similar similarity of like, not that I know because like <laughs> right. I, well, that's all the thing is I don't really know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But like don't in know. my mind, Long Island where. Billy Joel is from is yeah. like is more similar to New Jersey than the rest of, or than a lot probably of, than a lot of New York. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, but yeah, certainly they're. Uh, it's a very different. Yeah. Even them, even they are like different, a different vibe. Yeah. Well, and I think Springsteen is after Billy Joel, at least like 
the Billy Joel heyday. I think it was. When was that? Yeah. I don't actually know. Maybe they were kind of the same time. But I think, he, they I think were he was around. like 70s, though. Like, I think, I, I think Billy Joel was 70s, was 70s and Springsteen was like late. He was like all of the 80s, you know? But I do also think, I think his first couple albums did come out in the 70s. Did they? I think so. Well, yeah, okay. Let's see. We've got the first one that I would think of is the one that's got like Big Shot on it and stuff. It's got what? It's got Big Shot. What is that one called? It's like I don't know. Oh, Fifty Second Street. So Fifty Second Street came out in seventy eight. Yeah. Okay. And this record came out in eighty two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah, they're kind of like the exact same time. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if they were friends. I bet they were best friends. You think Sufjan's a time traveler? Because <laughs> I mean, I like think, he doesn't age or something. I think that it's. Uh, <laughs> I think that within the canon of this show, they are. They, he okay. must be. Like, there's no way <laughs> yeah. that he's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, or maybe he's, like, messing around with the chronological order. Maybe it was, like, a thing where all of his discography was imported into iTunes, but, like, the timestamps yeah. on them were, like, mixed up. You know how that happens? Oh, yeah, totally. We should actually ask Sufi on this in one of our uh, emails to him. Probably, he, yeah. Yeah, we should probably response. work this out. <laughs> work out, <laughs> out, work out what the... Uh, I mean, we're just coming at this as fans. So, yeah, like, we obviously we're we not going to know yeah. all the ins and outs. We're just going chronologically. And I think the, the most important thing to remember is that um, Sufyan works in mysterious ways. <laughs> um, but... But <laughs> moving past that. Anyway. Um, what I wanted to ask you is, like, what is your relationship with him under this moniker? Um, I, Not much. So my parents didn't really listen to him. Yeah. Um, I mean, they probably did because I think probably everybody in the 80s listened to probably. Bruce Springsteen. But, yeah, I didn't have, like, the – I didn't have, like, an uncle or whatever. Mm-hmm. I f- but I feel like that's a story with some... I mean, is that something that you had? What is your relationship with? No. Well, my relationship with Bruce Springsteen is that I grew up kind of hating him. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Oh, my God. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> no, like... And I don't think it should. Like, and even to this day, like, I think that a lot of his music, it doesn't suck. Because he's a fantastic songwriter, right. but like it just really suffers from the time that it was that it was made in, like yeah, like fucking uh, what's what's his most famous song? Uh, I I I was thinking about this. Like I don't think I think Born in the USA comes up, but yeah. also Born to Run, and yeah. also the uh, oh Dancing in the Dark. Yeah, dan- like he has fucking. He yeah. has, like, five best songs. Yeah. I mean, okay, so Dancing in the Dark, like, it is everything that I hate about how a song is produced. Like, the cheesy, the cheesy synths. Yeah. That terrible, yeah, like, just that terrible 80s sound. And I don't think Dancing but, in the Dark is Bruce Springsteen's most famous song. Uh, on Spotify, it is his most listened to. Um, well, fucking excuse me, I got one. 
I don't believe uh, But what that, I was going to really? say is, like, oh, yeah. in spite of the fact that it is terribly produced, it's an amazing song. Like, it is so good because yeah. his songwriting, songwriting is so, right is so good. good. And his vocal delivery is so good. Dude, his whole... And, like, if you've ever seen live, like, the... Um, Born to Run music video yeah. fills me with joy, and not a lot of it. things do that. I've never seen it. It's it's just live footage of him in the E Street Band. Oh, okay, but like everyone's yeah. just so happy, and it's like <laughs> of this time where like things were kind of okay. Like like it was like things were not okay in the eighties. Like no. that was like a terrible time for a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. But it's like there was this false like you know there's like his cult multicultural like band with the saxophone player <laughs> and like leaning on each other's backs and yeah. like you know singing and doing the little slide across the stage and you're like yeah, yeah. like america like <laughs> Fuck yeah. you know and it's all about like getting on my motorcycle like that's not what it is yeah. but like born to run honestly the bridge in born to run or i guess pre-chorus is yeah. so good yeah like that descending line, that 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 like is something I think of when I think of amazing. I can't there. remember it right now. Um, but um, <laughs> so you, you can sing it for me. <laughs> no, it's the one that's like strong from gauges on highway nice, stepping out over the line. I believe you. I'll listen to it afterwards. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> So my my whole point being, like, I started to appreciate Bruce Springsteen later on in life. Yeah. Once I could appreciate uh, songwriting more than production. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is not what I expected. I will say that. Having yes. never heard this album. Yeah. Not knowing what it's about, going into it cold. You this, know. Yeah, this album is is actually yeah the production on it is nothing like a lot of his other stuff right it doesn't sound like yeah yeah and i'm sure there was more like i bet his discography i feel like he's been playing music for like 50 years or something well i think that um he started his career in the 60s but his first album wasn't out until what early 70s okay he made an album last year i know that's fucking bananas yeah yeah that's what i want to be you know, I want to yeah. be like 65 and like just churning them out. Exactly. Exactly. You just can't because you just can't help it. Like you just can't help it. Oh, my God. Look at this. He's so fucking cool. He is. I mean, he is. He's cool. He's literally the boss. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Born to Run 75, it's like totally of just looking at these. It's of the times that he was making them up until probably like i don't know like 2000 that's when he that's when like if you're if you're someone who's playing like rock and roll music when you're 45 yeah you're like there's no way you can be like of the times you know you kind of <laughs> right. run out of things where you're like yeah. relevant yeah and i'm sure the songs are still amazing but mm. like but yeah, I would say he's just, and I would argue he he is kind of timeless, like yeah, and yet somehow very very <laughs> fixed in a specific time, right? I yeah, I think just the songs, but that probably just comes down to the fucking songwriting, like mm -hmm. like music is good, 
mm-hmm. when it's good music and yeah. there's just no getting away from that yeah and like no matter how it's produced like a good song is going to be a good song yeah in 50 years yeah 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 um so yeah we were talking about how this this record is like a little bit more sparse and i found this very funny like it is sparse in mm-hmm. comparison but i found this very funny sentence on the wikipedia page mm-hmm. where it says the demos were sparse using only acoustic guitar electric guitar harmonica, mandolin, glockenspiel, tambourine, organ, <laughs> synthesizer, and his voice. <laughs> so sparse. So sparse. <laughs> Only 12 instruments. <laughs> I guess they mean sparse in, like, the delivery. Yeah. As and opposed I mean, to the instrumentation. Yes. I will say, like, not included in that list are, like, drums and bass. Like, there aren't any drums or bass on this album, as yes. far as I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is sparse, and all those instruments are, for the most part, spread out over different songs. That but. is kind of ironic that like songs don't really count unless there's a rock song doesn't count unless there's drums on it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like people try to get yeah. away with shit, and it's like you gotta have a beat. You know, it's almost not rock music if it doesn't have right four on the floor. Yeah, like fucking yeah, yeah, some something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, one other thing I just wanted to ask, it sounded like you were saying that like you kind of perceive this all as like one story. No, no. Okay. No, but it's like every song seems to be a story, right? Yes. It's a snapshot into like, it's a, it's a different, it's a snapshot into a different part of one thing that he's kind of talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, there's a vibe. But I don't think he's talking about any one specific place or any one specific no. kind of people. I think, well, I think he is talking about, like, like again, like the Heartland people, people who are not, like, coastal elites or whatever, um, which is, I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but Jersey's on the coast. It is, but, like, they're not elites, you know? They kind of get shit on. <laughs> um, yeah. And, like, dummies. Yeah, like, the people who, like, don't have a lot like it's about it's about poor people basically yeah Yeah, i mean it's about yeah it's just stories like and it it does that's the thing is they each stand alone as a story you know Mm -hmm. yeah they do absolutely but yeah 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 i guess there is like i mean even the name it's 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 all like yeah it, it really is all obvious but i just i think it's so good that it's like yeah it's more than that you know yeah like it speaks to me and like i'm not (laughs) you are from wisconsin (laughs) yeah but i'm not like i'm not like poor i'm not like you know johnny and jf went to yeah i mean obviously poverty is a very complex thing i'm not not necessarily impoverished like i like technically i'm impoverished right this which is what i'm saying like it's I not think that really you can income. probably it's more of a culture. It is a culture to some degree. I think that you can probably like I can relate to songs on this album even though like yeah, I grew up in a in a fairly nice home. But like yeah, like working like a shitty job just to like pay pay yeah. rent or like That's fair. you know trying to do what you need in order to like take care of, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me wonder like how much did how much of these like experiences do does Sufjan like 
how how lived in is this whole thing? Yeah, yeah, and I would I would guess very, and I wish that I had done more research on this specifically. Yeah, I do know that like he grew up with like, I like I don't know, it's so it's so perfect that it's hard to imagine that he's looking at it from from outside of it. Yeah, and I think like there might be a certain amount of childhood stuff, but like he was fame he was like world famous for like 20 years, you know. Like what I think is for these songs, like he draws on stuff from his childhood or whatever, but like he is just writing and telling stories through the lens of someone he must just meet a bunch of people. Well, I'm sure that's true too. Um, and like Maybe it was from, like, touring or, like, something like that. But, like, yeah. he just has this perfect window into all these stories. It's, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just, like, reads a lot or something. Maybe, but, like, I don't I, I don't know. I think you can be, like, famous for 20 years and you can still, like, draw on your experiences from... Like, I don't think that you necessarily have to lose that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's not that he lost it. It's just that they're so, like... It feels like diverse. It feels like a diverse group of stories. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're certainly not all. Whereas, like, a lot of singer songwriter things, it's like so on the nose. Yeah. And it's like just the same stuff about the same place and the same people. Mm -hmm. And it's like almost always transparently about that person. Right. And it's like, all right, like, we get it, but. I don't know. Yeah. Just the third person aspect of all of his, and kind of all of his music. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's why people relate to it so much. Yeah. Because he's not, you know, he just wants to bring humans together. Right. Man, I apparently just love, I wish I could have seen the boss. I know, right? I wonder if he still can. Maybe. Well, now we can't. <laughs> we can't see anyone. Well, no, we can't now. You're right. Maybe someday, though. Maybe someday. Well, anyway, should we should we jump into this? Yeah. Let's should we talk about the first in. song? Yeah. Do you know anything about this story? No. Okay. So uh, then I'll just I'll give a little bit yeah, of give the... explainer on what this is. It's uh, inspired by true events. Um, okay. This is uh, inspired by um, the killings of. Well, Killings by Charles Starkweather. Um, he was a, he like a, like a spree sk- serial killer, mm-hmm. basically, um, in Nevada and, uh, or not Nevada, Nebraska, Nebraska and um, Wyoming, I think. He basically just went on this crazy spree over a couple, a couple uh, weeks, killed a bunch of people through there, took his 13-year-old or 14-year-old girlfriend along with it, claims that she killed a bunch of people, but she claims she didn't, so who knows? Um, yeah, and I guess this is this takes place after he was caught, and he's talking to the police officers right before they kill him. He was the last person ever killed. Um, on death row. On death row, yeah. Nice. Uh, at least in that state. I don't know about okay. the whole time, but yeah. So that almost, like, doesn't invalidate what I was saying, but, but I wouldn't say that... So these are all stories from his perspective? Uh, no, I don't think... In fact, I don't think most of them are from his perspective. Okay. Um, 
I think what I was trying to say is that like there, like That's there are things that he's seen. Like I think that he grew up in the middle of this kind of stuff. Maybe okay. not serial killers. Right. But and that's why he has such access to it and okay. why he's able to see it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um so yeah, what did you what did you find in this song? Um I liked it. <laughs> I, liked <laughs> I don't it know. Too. I didn't um yeah, I think it was from what I remember I could definitely feel some of that. I could tell, like, the lead guy was very, like, I don't know. Definitely had, like, some edge or whatever, and he was talking about, like, having a gun and shit like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought this one was interesting because it almost felt like... I don't know. Like, obviously, this person did this terrible thing. It almost kind of romanticized the character a little bit. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I don't really know what he was going for. If like, I'm guessing he probably wasn't trying to romanticize, but. Yeah. I mean, well, it's again, like, I think we have to look at all of these from the lens of like, these are stories, you yeah, know, and exactly. like, if it's inspired by that or at least telling it from that mm-hmm. perspective. Yes. You know, he's not, like... Yeah. He's not, like... Right. I thought um, it would be interesting to compare this song to I'm on Fire. Do you know that one by him? I think so. Um, That's, like, my favorite song by him. Oh, okay. It's really good. Um, It was written around the same time these were written, but it's not on this album. Um, But that's another one where, like, there's, like, some some kind of like pedophilic like lyrics to it a little bit okay um here i'll bring it up but it's like um hey little daddy or hey little mama little girl is your daddy home did he go and leave you all alone something like that um and so like it's never like addressed in that song that like the person singing it is like a bad person right um but they do kind of do that in this yeah, exactly. Uh, and then tell me now, baby, is he good to you? Can he do to, can he do to you the things that I do? Oh, God. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But it's such a beautiful song, too. I, I <laughs> mean, I, I, I think maybe, like, in the early 80s. Everybody was a pedophile. No, well, it just <laughs> hadn't worked its way into the culture, you know? You think so? I don't know. Pedo- like, I feel like... I think internet been, culture uh, and pedophilia kind of go hand in hand. Like yes and no. Like certainly, I think it's maybe more on people's minds now that like. Yeah, that's all I mean. Really, yeah. it's not like they were invented, but yeah. like, but like people like, like you used to call people like baby girl or whatever, and yeah. like I don't know. Yeah. Merle Haggard is saying like my baby and like oh, yes. but if, uh, like yeah. I just think it's interesting that paired with this, which is literally about some dude who is like nineteen, twenty, and had a 13, 13 14 year old girlfriend. Yeah, super creepy. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, and if it's like clearly blatantly about a serial, ki- which I guess I probably should have picked up on. <laughs> I have to revisit the lyrics a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is fine. Yeah, as much as I like, yeah, I should. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Instrumentally, so, what do you think? Instrumentally, uh, so it's a pretty straight ahead. It's got like this lonely sort of. Uh, it it really reminded me of. Um, well, just like you know that kind of lonely harmonica, like prison kind of thing. Yeah, dude, that harmonica coming in was like piercing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> God, what the fuck? It's the first thing you hear, and it's like, and you're like, oh, okay, Shit. all right. Where's the guitar? Oh, there it is. Yeah. It it feels like actually one of the first things that came to mind for me is my dad's friend is like one of the best harmonica players ever. Yeah. And like you hear a good harmonica player, it's uh-huh. like, oh shit. Yeah. And like I don't think Bruce Springsteen is that good of a harmonica <laughs> player. No, but like isn't that kind of like Yeah, it I mean works I get this, it. Right? It works, but it's just like you can tell like, oh <laughs> <laughs> So he probably played all the instruments. You could tell right then and there that he was the one playing all the instruments. Although yeah. that's probably he probably didn't. I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be have... great if it was like he hired a professional harmonica <laughs> player? player. Just kind of like just average. <laughs> I just have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um... I don't know. It just felt too abrasive. But yeah. again, maybe that's just like how it was mixed, knowing yes, it was recorded. I, would, I was gonna like say that. I think that that's probably uh, if it was if it was very piercing. It's probably more of a mixing problem than I. Uh, than his playing. Oh yeah, these lyrics are. Yeah, I saw her standing on the front line. Just I, I, yeah, yeah, just I twirling her baton. This is on the nose. This is what I'm talking about. You know what? You know what it was? It was initially when you started talking about this. I thought you were talking about the whole album because it's the name of the <laughs> name of the song. So I was like, wait, are they all about pedophiles? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just an album about pedophiles. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a terrible album. I oh God, I'm sure it exists. Yeah. No, this is uh, we're talking about the the first right, song. the it's title called, track. Yeah, it's the title track, Nebraska. Right. Um, yeah, that's on me. No, you're all good. That's funny though. Yeah. I mean, um, this isn't funny. This is uh, no, it's really pretty serious. serious. Pedophilia is a serious, serious thing. Um. Yeah. So, do you have any other thoughts on this one? Um. No, I mean, I think it's a good kind of kickoff into what the album is going to explore you know yeah it's it's, uh it's like okay middle america you know yeah desperation kind of desperation yeah and like a story exactly right Mm -hmm. that's yeah just as a little footnote about this one um this seems this song seems to be based off of a terrence malick movie called badlands Okay. Uh, which is maybe how he had access to this story or, like, how he found out about this story. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Uh, let's go to track two, Atlantic City. All right. This, for me, is far and away. Like, this is the song that I'm going to take away from. Like, I love this song okay. so much. Okay, cool. This is so good. It was almost called Fistful of Dollars, which I think is interesting. Another another movie reference. Um the fucking the like the shouting in the background. Do you remember that? Where he's like, he's not shouting, but he's like hollering, kind of. The, it's so ooh. good. I mean, I remember him doing that on one of the ones yeah. later in the record. No, yeah, which it's was like so cool. <laughs> yes, that's right. I think that was on. Um, I think that was on State Trooper. Yeah, he does that. Or Johnny, I think. Yeah, whatever. But, yeah, Johnny um, ninety nine. No, was he like? Uh, 
Is it just like kind of the gravelly voice thing that you're talking well, about? He's like, or he's literally like whooping and hollering. He's like I love the whooping, oh, man. It's so good. Ugh. Um no, so he's like singing it like like regular and then in the background he's also got himself overdubbing over, over, overdubbing some vocals like yeah. just like hollering in the background the same Hell stuff. Yeah. It's so good. Dude, so good. Yeah, this was this was like my favorite track off of the whole thing. I okay. loved it. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, and it's just kind of like it seems like it's kind of about, um, like death, organized crime, gambling. That's yeah, kind of the themes that come up in this one. Um, it looks like pretty location specific. Yeah. References. Yes, definitely. Philly, Coast City. Yep. Um, I don't know. Did, did was there any story specifically tied to this song or? Um, a little bit. I don't know if it's a specific story. I do know this reference at the beginning. They blew up the Chicken Man in Philly last night. That was like a reference to a famous mob hit, basically. Nice. But I don't think the whole song is about that. I think this is like a story. Well, there's definitely it. like a death. That's why I like this one a lot with just like the themes. Like the chorus is like, oh, yeah, yes. that's true. Yes, exactly. That's true. The chorus is so good. Oh, so good. Also, I have like a thing about bridges in songs. I think bridges like suck probably sixty percent of the time. Like literal bridges, like no, like the bridge like, from New York, like no. San Francisco bridge. Oh, okay, no, no, no. You mean like yeah? Um, this is like a perfect bridge. Like it's so good. It's so rare to find like a really good, satisfying yeah. bridge in a song. I think, I think one of the problems with bridges is people change the key or they change yeah the, they change it from like major to minor yeah or ma- like yeah that. they like invert it but like yeah. it's just like no do i don't want to hear especially if there's like not if there's only two or three verses because yeah. you only get like a taste of what the song is mm-hmm. and then they like switch over like weezer does that shit all the time and it's like fucking stop like just play a fucking <laughs> rock song dude the worst uh you know like i haven't done like a lot of research on this but one of the one of the one of the worst offenders in my opinion is death cat for cutie they put terrible bridges in their songs <laughs> yeah. all the time like literally uh they came out with a song i don't know like probably 2012 or something called the tu- like tu- you are a tourist yeah and like the second it gets to the bridge, I skip. <laughs> like I listen to the song up to the bridge, and I'm like, nope, done with it. <laughs> Dude, I there are songs where like I'll get to a certain point in this song, and I'm like, I'll just skip it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have that. Yeah, can you think of one offhand? Yeah, well, it's Mom Jeans. It's, yeah, it's the. Oh my god, I don't remember. I just like fuck around and like play it on my guitar every single time <laughs> we have practice. But like, the riff is so good and it's in the beginning of the song yeah and then they do this like breakdown like slow part but it's not they don't kick in any distortion they don't do anything and then there's this part where he's like i'm so sad (laughs) (laughs) and it's like shut up It just ruins Dude. everything. And, like, you know his voice bad. is like, I, like, he <laughs> yeah. sounds like Goofy. What? Like, are they current? Mom jeans? Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. Okay. They're, like, the most, like, I, I would say, like, memed band. Yeah. They're, they sound, like, I can't believe how stereotypically emo they sound. Oh, my God. You yeah. would, I think you'd hate it. 
probably. I think that's would. the thing is when I first heard it, I hated it because their most famous one is very, very goofy. Oh yeah, goofy forward, but like. God, just the riff on fucking oh, it's called poor boxer shorts. Poor boxer shorts is so good. I almost want to. Sh- I just want to show you. Okay. Okay, we're gonna have to. Okay, maybe we can. Maybe out. we can edit it out as long as you're okay with that. But yeah, let's just yeah. Okay. This fucking guitar line. Yeah. So yeah, that's one that literally I think I skip half the song. If I could just yeah. loop that riff. Exactly. I know. Yeah. But some people, the draw is his voice. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'm sure there are people that, yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Fucking Atlantic City is great. Oh, I yeah. was just thinking, uh, we should probably make a a playlist to release along with this so we don't actually have to play any of the shit. We can just, like, oh, make a playlist. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that'll take. Yeah, it won't take much. It'll be fine. Yeah, pay for, you know, pay for your music, support for artists. Music. Yep. Totally. It's really something that other people important. probably do. <laughs> Not people who are actually in the music industry. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was. Okay, I tweeted this today, and I thought it was funny. Okay. This is unrelated, but I was basically like, I never give money to, like, homeless people. But, like, there was this guy standing at the light, and I gave him six bucks, and it was from, it was money from, like, a delivery that I had made. It was, like, a tip. And I yeah. was like, oh, damn, I feel like Robin Hood <laughs> giving my tip delivery money to the homeless. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I never... <laughs> I, I never give money to homeless people, which is why I don't pay for music. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. <clears throat> no, I... I <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> let's move on to Mansion on the Hill. Great song. Great song. This is a pretty straight-ahead song about, like... Somebody who grew up looking at a mansion on the hill. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this idea of, like, wealth is is visible but not attainable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? it looks like there's a Hank Williams song called Mansion on the Hill, but it's not that one. Interesting. Can you imagine, like, doing that? Like, being like, oh, Hank Williams wrote this song and I'm a folk singer? Fuck it. I'm just going to make it another song i i think it's a strong enough song that you can do that uh-huh yeah yeah i think this is one that's structurally so what i love about this album is like the songs are structurally so simple mm-hmm. and like literally three chords yes which is like i mean that's the other thing where like i would never i could never bring myself to do this kind of music because it's like so stripped down and basic that it's all about the storytelling and it's just so hard to like capture a story like that you know yeah over such a simple yeah yeah so that one fucking your lyrics kills really have it. to be have to be good yeah um yeah and a lot of these are just like like again going back to structure like i think maybe there's a chorus in here but i think it's just like a bunch of verses yeah 
I think it is too. Which is great. I, I mean, they that. all end in Mansion on the Hill. Yeah, maybe like a. Um, There's like five verses, and they all end with that. Yeah, sort of like a refrain kind of deal. Right. Yeah. 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 Which is like so fucking cool. Yeah. When you have the name of your song in your song. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> yeah. Always do that if you can do it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> do you have any other thoughts on Mansion on the Hill? Um, no, I mean, I think it's very evocative. Like, you can just, you can, you feel like you're there, like the cornfield thing and yeah. like, yeah, I really yeah. liked that. For sure. For sure. Um, let's keep moving yep. into Johnny 99. Yeah. Which is great. So good. Um, he, <laughs> just the first thing that I have written down is, he came home too drunk mixing Tanqueray and wine. Yeah. Which, at first I said, that's an insane cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> but then I said, I'm pretty sure I had that the other day. No way. <laughs> I, I did, but it was sparkling wine. Gin and sparkling wine. Gin and sparkling wine Sounds with good. a little bit of... Uh, Actually, grenadine. I would assume the implication is he's taking shots of gin and drinking wine. Drinking wine as a chaser. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But this is, uh, yeah, this is interesting. All all these songs kind of, like, uh, approach different, like, aspects of, like, you know, being, like, sort of poor and dispossessed. Yeah. Uh, And this one's, like, about the legal system, you know? Yeah. it's really interesting. Um, he talks about, like, basically he got a public defender and a mean judge and how, like, I don't know, he was kind of pushed into, like, committing this crime because of out of, like, poverty and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, he's almost, it's got that, like, anti-hero yeah. kind of vibe. And I would also assume this is, like, is this Reagan- era i don't know ish yes like that's that shit where they were like i don't know like fucking arresting people for nothing and just like building the industrial prison complex yeah you know it's funny that you bring that up because reagan was quoted as saying something like he likes springsteen's music because it's like so hopeful and stuff like that yeah and then Springsteen at a concert said, well, I don't think he's been listening to this record that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he used, or maybe it was Bush who used Born in the USA as, like, his walk-on oh, song. Yeah. And Springsteen was like, fuck that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you cannot use that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I, but I, that's what I love about it is it's so, like, universally American. Yes. It's hard to think of a more American yeah. artist. Yeah. Well, I think you could go with the blues. Well, yeah, that's true. But he, but that's where he's coming from. Like, yeah, like actually, they yeah, literally this song, like the progression is almost a standard blues, you know, kind mm-hmm. of riff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a chugging blues yeah. riff. Chugga chugga. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, like, and so I think though, I mean, the blues are obviously like. Hands down, they're American. Yeah. But also, like... Well, they have, I mean... 
or what are you gonna say? They it's been more adopted by by like the rest of the world. Whereas so like another artist could make a blues song. I don't think an artist from another country could make an album. Springsteen. Like I will I will say American. the blues as it is was started from the South and yeah african like tradition and those kind of people like black people black culture Mm -hmm. created that you know it's not like it's inherently if we're talking about like what is american if like bruce springsteen as a white dude is like the pinnacle of america that's not really what the blues is you know and like there was definitely a certain amount of like like assimilation from you know that was that was kind of i guess that makes it american though like the melting pot and shit i think i think it's very american i mean like the blues are influenced by africa but they didn't like the blues didn't come from africa like it came from like american slaves right who came from africa well yeah but like they were americans yeah right yeah but I think it's but important to acknowledge, like, there's almost, I, I've just heard the argument that, like, jazz is the only real, like, truly organic American genre. Well, and that's weird because, like, jazz came from blues. Right. So it's, like, the lineage of jazz, every every aspect of where it came from started in america so it's the yeah. only america which is like maybe i mean yeah i, I don't know maybe it's, it's not all an just important like discussion i think no it's really not but it yeah. but it's i mean it's interesting like it's interesting yeah but I, 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 I don't know i don't love like being proud of being american is like cool but in terms of like music there's not a lot of I don't know. I guess I don't know exactly where I'm going with it. Yeah. But I mean, I think a lot of music is, like, distinctly American. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of good music, like, important music happened, like, because of Americans. In fact, I'd say that that might be, like, one of the greatest cultural things that America has done for the world. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure we're saying that through the lens of being American though. I'm sure well, that's that has true. something I mean, to do like with the it. kinds of music that we enjoy are that's like influenced rock. by the fact that we're American. But like, I don't know, you think about it like, yes, blues I think is you could say distinctly American. I think jazz distinctly American. Rock is distinctly American. Rap I think rock is is distinctly American. Rock is probably British. No. Who's the guy that invented rock and roll? Chuck Berry? Yeah. American. But I mean, then we're going back to like, I don't know who no, invented like, rock and roll. What's that? <laughs> who invited, I don't know. Who, no, like, uh, yeah, I mean, but you go back like the, the, the early rock and roll artists, like you've got Chuck Berry, you've got uh, like what, Jerry Lee Lewis, you've got Elvis Presley. But we're all, you know, that's that's like coming to it from a distinctly american perspective i mean i don't i don't think there's any dispute that like this stuff happened first in america america didn't like like hard rock or like psychedelic rock probably started in britain like metal i'm pretty sure started in britain but like rock and roll music i think that's i think that's very american 
Yeah. 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 I mean, I'd be interested to look into that and yeah. explore, I guess, just that anecdote of like jazz being the only, you know, I think I probably heard that in like college or whatever. But, right. Yeah. But I mean, I, yeah. and and at the end of the day, it totally doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. In the context of this album, this is very, very American. Yeah. And like that's kind of the point. And I think at this at this point in history, like the '80s or whatever, like yeah. Americana, and like like these are important American, very American stories that. Yeah. I think count. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Certainly. Bruce Springsteen. Is yeah. a gift of America. <laughs> Dude. He's born in the USA. He's born in the USA. Actually, that's what I also like, though, is he's, like, it always has, like, a like a critique. Like, he's yeah, not, he's absolutely. not, like, fucking Kenny he's not just like or a, whatever. Like a, like a, like, I love chest America. Thumping, like, no, like, he has, he has intelligent right. critiques of America. But, like, yeah. but, like, you can't help but think, like, in spite of that, he probably kind of patriotic like he probably loves america to some degree yeah i'd be interested i think he's so invested in the stories and and songwriting and crafting that and also like the universal i'm projecting so much on a person oh, yeah, we have scene. no idea but, but maybe that's why he's so popular is because everybody takes it yeah you know i i think he's special because just the universal bringing together of people with great songs uh-huh. like that's what's important mm-hmm. you know yeah. And it's through his lens, which is distinctly American, but, like, I don't know if that makes him, like, a patriot or whatever. Well, no, but I do, like, maybe patriot isn't a good word. That feels like a very loaded word. But yeah. I, I think, like, on some level he love like, it just seems like he loves America. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he writes songs that are so American about Americans. Yeah. Without, like, having some some love for it. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Classic Sufjan, you know? Classic Sufjan. Just diverse. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Pro-American. Pro-American. What Probably did we talk about? Trump. What did we, last time we <laughs> talked about him being a white nationalist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So this song yeah. is from the perspective of a white nationalist, <laughs> which is actually probably not, not, not true. I mean, this guy is a convict. Oh yeah, well, like Johnny ninety nine. <laughs> That's an insane. Thing to say. <laughs> He's a convict. He's probably no, a white he was... nationalist. Well, no, I don't he... think we even know if this person is white. In this story. <laughs> yeah, <that's not> true. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So anyway, after um, that deep dive into race and yep, um, <laughs> uh, that went too south too fast. Too south too fast. Um, okay, so sparse instrumentally again. Yeah, but energetic. Like it's fun. Yeah. Um, he's got uh, he does a cu- he's got a couple lines that repeat. Um, this one debts no honest man could pay is a direct quote from Atlantic City, actually. Um, he uses that line oh, yeah. both. Yeah. Another thing, I don't know if it's in this song, but another thing um, he does, he says, like, the sir, the word sir. Yeah. And mister, like, a weird amount. Yeah. 
like I I mean like I get kind of what he what he's going for, but it's like I don't know, it's weird how much he says sir. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he's talking to the To the man. I mean all of these stories I just think in a southern accent. <laughs> Even though they're like, <laughs> like different. I'm not telling you last night in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but but Ma, the Mawa is yeah. in Jersey. Yes, true. So I think it's probably just more like he's just using the the way that whoever it is would talk, Johnny ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. This reminded me of Rapid Roy the stock car boy. <laughs> rapid Roy the stock I have no, no idea. Rapid, what that is. rapid Roy. Rapid? Rapid Roy. It's he's um who's that guy? I don't know. Uh, it's it's um, like a comedian or something. No, he's a singer. <laughs> he's a singer. <laughs> he's a singer. He did Time in a Bottle. Okay. Uh, old timey kind of. He died. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's not my fault. I don't. Well, I thought maybe you were mourning. No, it was literally. It was like thirty years ago. Thirty years ago. Okay, fine. I'll just look up who it is. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know who this is. So was he a contemporary of? Of uh, Springsteen, I think it was Jim Croce died. It's Jim Croce. Oh, but he's I know who Jim he's Croce early seventies. Okay, gotcha. So no, not a contemporary. Not a contemporary. All right, but let's that's uh, final thoughts probably. Final, yeah, probably. Uh, the only other note is this was covered by Johnny Cash along Hell with yeah. something else. I think the next song, which we should just get into, Highway Patrol Man. Ooh, this is a good in, good in another fucking story yes like, this is a great story like bra- like being brave enough to just have every single thing you say there's no allegory yeah there's not he's just like fucking yeah literally just telling a story <laughs> exactly. that rhymes <laughs> <laughs> it's great which is fucking amazing yeah yeah um this this track is kind of like looking at like the ideas of like family bonds yeah within this context yep um basically tells a song about two brothers who are like really different mm-hmm. um one becomes a highway patrol man the other person gets into some trouble mm-hmm. and uh rather than arresting him lets him get across the canadian border where well and you know maybe not so different at the end of the day maybe right not so di- as they say yeah nothing feels better than blood on blood that's right it's <laughs> 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 gross I've never tried it. Nothing feels better though, apparently. It's so gross. It's gross on a couple levels, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, only... So this chorus, on paper, it looks so stupid. Yeah. Like, and so specific. Yes. Like, I don't know... Oh, my God. <laughs> so, apparently, when he wrote this, there was not a song called Night of the Jonestown Flood. He yeah. just made it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Which I love. People look for it for years. But, yeah, just, like, literally putting this shit together into a chorus that he says, like, three times or something. Yeah. And the chorus is great. Like It's so good, though. Yeah, it's fantastic. And the melodies, I think the melodies... Are, it feels like some of them are the same, but maybe that's just because they're so... Mm. Could be. I I'm think it's sure. just because they're so, like, accessible and just, yeah. like... 
we've kind of fallen into like a pattern where you probably think a little bit more about the music and I think a little bit more about the lyrics. Which, I mean, that's helpful because I come to it completely unprepared to talk about the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do I have anything else about this one? Um, I mean, just listen to the song and you'll yeah, know the song. Exactly. Which is so cool, you mm-hmm. know? Like, critiquing music is such bullshit in the first place. Oh, yeah, totally. That, like, if you have a song that you listen to and you're like, you know everything about it, like, that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Oh. What? My mom's calling me. Should I? Okay. Yeah, well, uh, let's just take one second and let's pause it. Okay. And yes, and we're back. Steve had to talk to his mom. Okay. And we were um, talking about, I think we were still talking about, oh, we we're talking about Highway Patrolman. Correct. And I can't remember what we were saying, but I'm sure it was very important. I mean, I think we were just. We might have literally been talking about how much criticism, our criticism is, our criticism is bullshit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, how, yeah, how yeah. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, I was just, it's just great that there is a song that is just a song. Like, like you listen to this and it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's about a, it's about a guy who chases his brother for shooting a guy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's just Sufjan is such a poet, you know, such a poet really just gets it. <laughs> American hero. Yeah, we can move on, though. That's true. Uh, well, I don't know. Is there anything else that I want to say about this? Is there anything else you want to say about this? I Yeah, I don't have anything else. Okay. Yeah, I think, um, again, just, like, a couple obvious references of, like, you know, the farm goes under, lose a job out of plant a factory, like, mm-hmm. this kind of shit is all through this record. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Very, like, very, like, uh... It just keeps going back to America and like fucking yeah. mm-hmm. that does. same thing, like evocative. Was this the one that had like this, the smokestacks coming mm. out of the, I don't think it was. I don't think so. But, um, but yeah, let's move on to state trooper oh. right after P- highway patrolman. So good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, this one is a really good one. I like this one a lot. This is about somebody just driving through. Uh, the New Jersey Turnpike. Oh, yeah. I think this is the one I was... Yeah. Relay Tower. Yeah, this one with, with like, the refinery. Mm-hmm. It just, like, reminds me of this drive from Minneapolis to Rochester. Oh, yeah. There's, like, this big, like, factory, you know. Yeah. Like, so evocative. Yes. And I actually have driven the New Jersey Turnpike... Oh. So I do actually have an experience there. What is the what is that? Uh, it's just like a big, big highway through New Jersey. Oh wow! Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, it's interesting, Mister State Trooper. Please don't stop me. Mm. And then he says, "This is interesting. It's like this this like very like menacing sort of like <laughs> maybe you've got a kid, maybe you've got a pretty wife. Only thing I've got that's." Pre- the only thing I've got's been bothering me my whole life. Yeah. Like, don't you know, don't stop me, buddy. It's not gonna go yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, mm, you want to fucking? Can you imagine saying that to a cop who pulls you over? He's <laughs> yeah, like, maybe you got a pretty wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got nothing. What are you gonna do? Arrest me? And then he's like, get out of the car. You're arrested. 
Like no no cop is gonna be like, whoa, <laughs> careful, buddy. Oh. Like, oh, I don't want to get in his way. Yeah, exactly. I know, but I think this is all in his head. I think he's thinking about. Oh this. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because he's literally pleading. He's like, don't stop me. <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> Please me. don't stop me. He's probably not in the car with him, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but like he's not literally stopping him, and then he's like, maybe he got a wife. <laughs> I hope she's okay. Yeah. And I thought, was this the one? Do you think this guy's a trucker? Oh, I hadn't really thought about that. Um, maybe he is. License registration, I got none. But a clear conscience about the things I've done. Uh, probably not, since he doesn't have a license or registration. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I think there's a song coming up where I definitely thought it was a truck driver. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, there's another song that, like, is, like... Driving. Yeah, it's almost like like a lot of the lyrics are similar. It's kind of like a response to this one, kind of. Okay. That's yeah. probably what it was. Um, but yeah, oh, this I is, know. Yeah. He, he okay. does some, some hooting and hollering in this one at the oh, end. Oh, so too. good. So good. So metal. Like... Yeah. And, like, that's the that's the part where you said it um, clipped, right? The audio clips. Yeah, it, yeah, it clips in a few places in this. So, so yeah. fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, his vocal deliveries are just so yeah. good. Well, and, like, this, the, it's, again, like, I guess, commenting on the instrumentation or whatever, song structure, like, it's so simple. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it's very, um... It's kind of uh it's not structured as much as it would be. Like there's verses and choruses or whatever, but yeah. like the pauses in between them are not necessarily like like a typical song, like a typical rock and roll song or whatever. Yeah. Like it's very kind of train of thoughty, mm-hmm. you know. Even though it's probably probably pretty intentional, but like yeah, I love. I just love that. Like you know, it's not like you're expecting it. I wasn't expecting that. A whoop that's for sure and i was like oh yeah. yes yeah, exactly. i think i was driving and i'm like oh yeah because this whole song feels like it's building up to something right you know and then it, well it, and that's why i good. look for covers actually and there's just the one i found was allison mosehart okay I, who's I the i think she's in a did you know her no oh I don't. she's like she's in a band with jack white i think oh, okay gotcha but um but she doesn't go crazy. She's just got a little uh, drum machine. Like this song needs to like go fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly. And like needs like a shuffle beat, and then like a fucking guitar solo. Like, mm-hmm. like I always, it's always exciting for me when I listen to a record and I'm like, I want to cover this song. You mm-hmm. know, that's mm-hmm. when I know that it's like a really good one, yeah. or it inspires me. That was another thing about the album is like, this one inspired me to to like write songs basically yeah because i was like shit like these lyrics are so important and impactful and they're also like pretty straightforward and i always get in my head about yeah the lyrics not being esoteric enough or whatever but like right you know yeah this which was is definitely like a crazy thing because like i have that impulse too like, yeah it's, it's stupid w- it's weird that you like are trying to make more esoteric yeah it's like, like the reason yeah the reason we do that is because i well, at least i think it's because writing 
song lyrics is like inherently very vulnerable and if some if nobody yeah. like knows what you're writing like knows what, what you're writing means then it's like you're in a very protected yeah, place that's so true yeah yeah i'm the songs i'm writing are like i don't even give a fuck anymore <laughs> it's just like Good. gonna be about yeah it's like a very specific yeah thing that's tremendously personal and like mm-hmm. i'm just like fuck it it's like yeah that's great sick of trying to do you know stuff that people don't really understand right and that's another thing where like i'm never going to be as good as people who do that right like me without you yeah like they're talking about just random shit right but like it works maybe mm-hmm. i'm just maybe i'm just a terrible songwriter <laughs> <laughs> this is what i'm realizing is <laughs> you just suck. i should just not do no i, I should, just, should just not do it I also think, like, I don't know. Like, think about it. At this point in his career, like, I'm not going to say that, like, someday you're going to be Bruce Springsteen, but, like, at this point in his career, he'd been he'd been doing this for, like, 20 years, right? Maybe. You know? Like, how long have you been, like, legitimately trying to write songs? Uh, I don't know. 10. I think 10? Sure. 10 years. Because, like, you haven't, you put, wh- wh- when did you put out your first album or your first music with lyrics on it? on it a couple of years ago right. but i mean you know you're writing music that whole time yeah. there's tons of songs i've scrapped yeah and so like you know at this point in his life he'd probably been writing music for th- 30 years or something like that you maybe, know what i mean yeah maybe i don't know yeah either way and also you can't really ever compare yourself to i mean almost anybody yeah if you want to progress creatively so yeah but i think it is yeah obviously you know just doing it and like yeah like there's a talent of a certain kind of person who just doesn't give a fuck and like they just like, yeah. write whatever the fuck they want right which is yeah definitely this yeah that's a that's freeing when you do that yeah i hope someday i'll be able to do something like that i think i'm doing it good right now actually good oh uh, okay so anyway so anyway state trooper great hooting and so hollering good. Woo! Woo! um next one we got used cars great song great song um yeah just a little snapshot into like he he didn't uh he felt like the uh used car salesman was taking taking advantage of his (laughs) his dad (laughs) because he's talking about how his dad works so hard and i don't know oh yeah, yeah yeah there's this line that um it says now my ma, she fingers her wedding band and watches the salesman stare at my old man's hands, mm-hmm. which I think might be a reference of, like, they're probably going to have to sell their wedding rings to afford this car, hmm. which was, like, an extra, like, shitty, like, sad. Yeah, that sad is really thing. sad. Yeah, but it's basically just being, like, yeah, being, like, a kid and being, like, I don't, like, I want something better than that when I'm, when I'm right. grown up, you know? Yeah. Well, and then, yeah. I wonder if this is like very. Well, it says Michigan Avenue. Yeah. Um, I wonder how personal it is. You know, I yeah. wonder how much this is like his dad. Um, I do have a note here that this is actually autobiographical. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. See, and that's that's what's so crazy about this album. Is it's it, it that that just proves again, like they're just like individual stories. Yeah, 
if this is the first one that's anecdotal. Yeah. It's like the third to last on the record. Like, Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It's very cool. There is at least one other one that's that's autobiographical on this record, but it is later on. Hurry, autobiography, whatever. Yeah. Well, also, I guess anecdotal. I don't know. I don't know. Um, do you have any other thoughts on this on this one? Um, I don't know. I guess it's kind of like we're relating to it, where he's like working a shitty job, you know, driving a shitty car or whatever. Yeah. Like, I guess this was relatable. Is this one of the ones you would walk away from, like, remembering? I don't think so. Uh, this one wasn't like a huge standout on the record for me, but it's it like, slow. It's a good, yeah, it's a sort which of is slow. fine. Um, and again, like the like the guitar, it it does really like bother me when you can't hear instruments in the car. Oh yeah. I think everyone should test out their record in a car. In a, in like a moving car. Yeah. 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 Like get yeah. on the freeway, go seventy miles an hour, and if you can't hear any of your instrumentation, yeah. that's actually fucking re-record great. your shit. <laughs> That's great advice. Because, <laughs> like, as much as I would love to sit down with my headphones and, like, you know, really digest a record, like, f- n- like yeah, that's no. not how most people listen to music. Right. Yeah. Which sucks. It does honestly. Suck. I've I've been thinking that like there needs to be some kind of device that you can put into your car's stereo system that like compresses it based on like the speed your car is going or something like that. Yeah. I yeah. feel like. There's things where the faster your car is going, the louder it gets. Interesting. Yeah. I think work. my my girlfriend's, uh, it's like 97 Impala does yeah. that, but I yeah. think it's just because it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's such a cool feature. And she's like, I don't, I think, that, I think that's bug. just because it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> But it could it's, be on purpose. I mean, I think be. it makes sense. It does, yeah. But I also don't want to, like, blare. <laughs> Actually, I can't because this is a super tangent, but or you might know it already. But, like, four years ago now, I think, I lost the original key to my car. Yeah. And I have this one that's it's called My Key. And it's, uh-huh. like, the one that you would give, like, your your, like, child oh, yeah? so i can't go above 80 miles an hour i didn't and i can't know this. That's so the music funny. doesn't start until i buckle my seatbelt. are you serious yeah and then i i uh can't turn the volume above like 14 above like that's halfway. insane <laughs> yeah so i've had that for like five years or something <laughs> oh my gosh i didn't know that existed yeah it's so annoying and like you can't like unlock it or whatever what like, you, you can change the settings if you have the master key, but I lost the key. What do you mean you can't unlock it? Like, you can't, because you can program the key if you're, like, the adult giving your child yeah. the key or whatever, yeah. but you need the original one to, like, punch in the settings. Oh, you mean unlock those settings? Yeah, unlock. I thought you might literally unlock your car. No, I can, <laughs> no, I can obviously hey, unlock my car. Steve's car is unlocked. <laughs> All the time. All the time. No. That would be fucking... He's got a bunch of like, Ham's beer in the back. But, like, no, I took that off. <laughs> That's right, you took it off. Yeah, that would have exploded. Yeah. But the new, but a new key, like, it's, a, like, a program key. Like, a new key is going to cost, like, 200 bucks, and, like, fuck that. I don't need that. Yeah, and, then, that. and I also don't need to go above 80 miles an hour. 
Yeah, generally speaking, you don't. Oh, man, I had a dream last night that I had that I was going like 120, and it <laughs> felt so real. Like it was like terrified me in my dream. Oh my god, it went so fast. I have dreams that I'm being like chased by cops and stuff. Do you? Yeah, and yeah. like jumping over median or like, do you know that video game where it's just like cars and you like shoot up into the air? What is that, that shit? You're talking about Rocket League? Yeah, Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. It's like, my dreams are like Rocket League, but like in a real car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then, but I live the whole time. Yes, that's good. Because, as we all know, if you die in your dream, you, <laughs> you die, die in real, real life. life. <laughs> if there's one thing Inception taught us. Yeah. Isn't that such a, such a dumb idea, though? Like, how could anybody ever know that? Because if the person dies in their dream and then they you die in You mean in, real in life, Inception? Well, I just mean like, that's like a thing I heard as a kid. Not just in Inception. Who told you that? I don't know. It was like a stupid thing that like that's kids awful. say to each other. But like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, how could you communicate that idea to somebody? Like, if they're dead, they can't tell you what they dreamed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's literally impossible. <laughs> yeah. Unless they came back from death. I guess. Could be. But people say that all the time. Like, they see things right before they die or they almost die yeah yeah which is interesting stuff okay <laughs> um we okay afterlife? what should we get into the afterlife N- no and uh, maybe next maybe, maybe next time, time. <laughs> <laughs> okay um i don't have anything else to say about that let's move on to open all night we're running very long <laughs> <laughs> that's okay this is our only one yeah. we're doing today we've been trying to do two a day yeah and it's a little yeah. much. It's also, yeah, it's also worth the time this time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As, as we said, this is probably the first, like, good album. <laughs> Not the first good album, <laughs> but, like, certainly the best album that we've yeah, done sure. so far. Okay, but Up All Night, fucking sick. Is this yes. the one that you said was, like, okay. Yes, this is, like, a sequel to, uh, to State Trooper. Um, tech talks about, um, yeah, just a lot of the lyrics come back again. Um, like the, uh, what is it? The radios jammed up with gospel stations versus talk stations or something like that. And like, Hey, Mr. DJ, won't you hear my last prayer? (laughs) Hey, Mr. DJ. DJ. Yep. Turn that. Yeah. But this one's like a super fun one. This one's like he's happy, oh, yeah. he's enjoying it. Like this is the one that's like definitely a trucker. Yeah, it does seem like it, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, because I think the the one is like I'm coming home to my. Let's see what it is. It's They're, like right at the end. Yeah. Um, and he's like eyes getting itchy in the wee wee hours. Radio's jammed. And he's like, I'm gonna see my baby. Mm-hmm. Oil pressure is sinking fast. Uh huh. Man, can you? <laughs> That's kind of dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do that. This is another one of those, like, you know, sometimes I feel like it would be cool to be a fucking trucker. I think about it sometimes. I think about it, and then, like, you know, 10 seconds later, you're like, oh. Oh, yeah, that would suck. But, like, some of these things, it's like you want to be in there. Like, you want to be, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Blood on blood. Blood on blood. <laughs> Ain't nothing like blood on blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. it's like you want to be part of this, like, American, yeah. you know. Yeah. Whatever. Man, he says stuff about Jersey a lot. 
That's crazy. It's kind of like uh, Billy Joel in New York. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Maybe not so different after all. That's right. <laughs> oh, I loved the lunar landscape thing. Oh, tell me about that. Oh, it was just one of the lyrics. Yeah, where is it? It's it's uh, apparently it's like verse two, and he's just talking about the industrial skyline or whatever. Oh uh, yes, yeah, that's a great. In the morning, it's like a lunar landscape. That is so cool, especially if he's talking about like snow. Mm-hmm. Like if you've ever been out, like after a fresh, mm-hmm. like any any time that's like early, early, early morning or like yeah late 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 night or whatever at least in wisconsin like those are the those are that's cool Mm -hmm. like that's when it's cool to be in yeah it was kind of like that last night yeah just like looking out like so cool yeah yeah it's like those tiny little moments and then the rest of the year is like fucking garbage (laughs) fuck winter (laughs) winter sucks winter sucks yeah winter could just end after january 1st i'd be fine with that i don't even need it I don't need. I don't need any of it. I like it for the holiday season. Uh, I suppose, yeah. 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 Yeah, but like, yeah, I get why people go down to Arizona for when I retire. If I retire. If you retire, if we can ever afford to retire. <laughs> when I retire, and topical for this years. album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he brought exactly. Poverty. Poverty. <laughs> oh yeah, this is actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. So good. Like, just, just looking up on these, like, lyrics and shit. Yeah. Yeah, the lyrics are just really, really well done. Oh, yeah, the the part where it's, like, Texaco Roadmap. Yeah. So, like, with greasy yes. chicken fingers. Fried chicken sitting in the front seat in my lap. We're wiping our fingers on a Texaco Roadmap. Like a Texaco Roadmap. Like, yeah. that never existed in my life, and that is yeah. a fucking travesty. Like, <laughs> right. that whole, like, Route 66, yeah. like, vintage, mm-hmm. you know, like, probably kind of destructive culturally that yeah. we're, like, obsessed with cars. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... yeah. Man, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's something about cars that are like, I don't know. It feels very American. Like, we love our cars. We do. Yeah. Kind of obsessed. And they come up a lot in Bruce Springsteen's music. They do. Yeah. yeah. And in this one, it makes me think he's like a, whatever he's you call guy. that, gearhead. A gearhead. Yeah. How do we get confused with a gear slut? <laughs> What's oh? What is that from? Oh, that's like a, a music thing. That's right? the audio website. Gear sluts. <laughs> just, just. I remember the first time, like, like I was kind of a kid, like early college, and like somebody was, I was like asking, like a mentor figure, like about learning about audio, and they're like, yeah, you should go to Gear Sluts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Is it? Do they just sell stuff, or is it like a... No, it's like a... Well, I don't know, but it's... I don't go there, but uh, it's... It's like a forum. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gear slots. Yeah. Is it with a Z? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I knew that. Yeah, I'm sure. I should know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. That's <laughs> so dumb. All right, <laughs> let's move on to my father's house. Okay. This you... one... Yeah, go ahead. Very... It's like this is I think this is one of the first ones where it steps into 
allegory and like kind of like you know like double meaning stuff Mm. it's almost one of the first ones on this record but it's like so in your face yeah that it doesn't offend me as much but it's also literally autobiographical like this is about like he had like an abusive father and Hmm. so he ended up like he would always drive past that house and like he went to therapy and shit well I'll just read you what it says oh wow Uh, he started going to therapy and his therapist said, what you're doing is that something bad happened and you're going back thinking you can make it right again. Something went wrong and you keep going back to see if you can fix it somehow, fix it or somehow make it right. Um, And he said, that is what I'm doing. And then the therapist said, well, you can't. But that's like the story of it. It's like, wow, this is like actually his experience of. That's wild. I, I, that's so, that's so cool, man. He's so smart because it's, it is so very clearly religious too. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's literally, it's got like references to like Jericho walls. Yeah. Your burdens. Like in the, in the lyric sheet, father is capitalized. Yeah. All the time. Damn. Like to me, this, this read a hundred percent. I never would have thought, I mean, I guess in the beginning it was like, Oh, I'm running. You know, it's like I'm running back to my father's house or whatever through the woods yeah. and shit. And I was like, oh, okay, it's about that. But then it's literally like dead come to life, miracles take place, Jericho walls are quaking, strongholds are shaking, like so religious symbolism and shit that I was like, oh, okay, no, it's actually about that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's crazy. Did you think that at all? Um, what do you mean? Like that it was... Like that it had all that symbolism in it? No. I didn't really think that. Though, I mean, like, like the last line is where our sins lie unatoned. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that makes sense, I guess, yeah. Where do you see Jericho referenced in this? Um... I'm not finding that. What was I looking at? I'm not sure. Oh my god. Were you reading a different one? Were you reading a different one? Were you reading religious music? Like, oh my god. Did you look up the wrong one? Oh my god. The Father's House is a song performed by American contemporary worship musician Corey Asbury. <laughs> Steve. Holy fuck. Oh, that's so funny. So I was looking up The Father's House. <laughs> just just really vibing on, on some worship music lyrics. Holy fuck. All right. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so maybe it was, maybe it was just this last, maybe it was just this last verse that I was like, oh, here's the religious allegory. Like, it's really Uh on the nose where it's like, it's a beacon, our sins lie unatoned. It's like you're going over to the other side or whatever. He talks about the devil earlier in the song too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I also felt like the part where it's like, Oh, my father's house. It's like the church is a place you can go struggling through the woods. It's like you're getting all scratched up and shit like that sins. Mm -hmm. And 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, oh, that's really funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, everyone go listen to The Father's House. God, I bet it's, I bet it sucks. <laughs> I hate worship music. We'll put it in the playlist. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Let's move on to the last one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, um, ugh. Yeah. yeah. I... Do I not remember this one? Oh, I like this one. This was a standout one for me. He basically tells these kind of like weird, like sad or kind of funny stories. Okay. Um, and then basically the refrain is kind of like um, still at the end of every hard day, people find some reason. Yeah, to that's right. Like, so hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I, well, it was hard for me to, to know. That was my first interpretation is it's really hopeful. And I don't know if like... I don't know if it is hopeful or if it's like, I don't know, like this is just what people do, you know, even if like there's no reason to hope, mm-hmm. people just hope and like, is that dumb or is it? Oh, so maybe it's sad. I, I don't know. It, it I mean, it, it also looks, me. it looks very, but this one is, looks even more religious to be honest. It's like, yeah. uh, baby to the river, like preachers, Bibles and shit. Like yeah. middle America, he's probably talking about how how fucked up it is, but how people still come back to like religion or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that could be true too. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that was probably my takeaway since. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got really caught up in the. Yeah, this is a good one. I mean, and it does. I mean, I think that you can interpret it as a hopeful. This one's kind of like somber, right? Yeah. Or slower, at least. Slower, kinda yeah. Stripped down. Was this the one with the glockenspiel in it? I don't remember glockenspiel. I'm not sure. Or a little tink- tinkly piano? Maybe. No. I can't remember. I can't remember, but it was good. Clearly, I don't know enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I guess this one didn't stand out. I I think I just like... I just like fast whooping. Fast whooping. And I think that's, you know. <laughs> My number one commentary, more whoops. <laughs> more whoops. Well, I think that is, yeah, that's a difference between you and me, I think. Well, I think there's a lot of differences. Yeah. Not the difference, but a difference. <laughs> um, that is the only The only difference. difference but certainly there are a lot of similarities between you and me. I, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, we both love Sufjan. We both love Abra's. <laughs> we both have parents named John and Kathy. That's right. So weird. Yeah. What was the thing that we were literally just talking about down there that we? Had... Oh wait, no. We were talking about how we had opposite favorite colors. Oh yeah. <laughs> just like dumb shit like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Do you have any like closing thoughts about this album? Um. We've gone for like fucking two hours. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I loved this. Again, a lot of these records are severe departures. Yeah. Like looking at this, I can see direct lineage to Sufjan's work. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Like obviously, it is his work, but like yeah, but you, you can know, see how like like this kind of they set the stage for how him. he traveled back in time and influenced <laughs> right, himself exactly. to write 
you know, the music yeah. that he does, you know, without... For some reason, tried to sleep with his mom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's a Back to the Future thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that movie until, like, like last year. Really? Yeah. There's, I've been trying to make my way through a lot of movies that I missed. They don't... Did you watch Ghostbusters? Yes, but I watched that, like, two or three years ago. That's not... That doesn't age well at all. <laughs> no, a lot of them are really Have dumb. we talked about that already, though? Maybe. Not on this podcast. I think we have. We'll have to go Ghostbusters back. Ghostbusters sucks? No, it's how much just you... so, like, oh, rapey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not... It's not okay. It's like... Yeah. But that's why they had to go and remake it with women in it. Right. And that made everything better. It made everything better. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, Dan Aykroyd died, so. He did die. That One of the original Blues Brothers, which we definitely have <laughs> talked about. Talk about. And full circle. <laughs> full circle. I think with that, I think that's a fine closing. Oh, well, thanks for anybody who happened to listen to this. <laughs> this was a long one. This was a long one. Um, go listen to Bruce Springsteen and somebody else. Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan Stevens. Oh, the, rest the, of his work. the uh, Jim Croce. Rest in peace. Yeah, Jim, Jim, listen to Jim Croce, too. It's a great album. Did, Artist. Su- was, was that one of Sufjan's monikers, Jim Croce? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, see you later, guys. All right. Bye.